Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell, registered dietitian and personal trainer. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. We cut the baloney of the food shaming and focus on making healthy habits that work for you. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Hey there, thank you for joining me this week for a quick solo episode. Today I want to talk about self-care. How do you define self-care? We see it on social media. Hashtag (laughs) self-care. Do you say it like that? (laughs) Because I do. Um, So I searched the hashtag myself on Instagram. And what I found were lots of selfies, pictures of beauty products, fitness posts, trips, Botox, skincare products. And there were some other posts that talked about, you know, body positivity and body confidence. There were also a few quote posts that I thought were interesting, such as don't let your mind bully your body. And also another quote that shared self-care is a priority and a necessity, not a luxury. And I'll be honest, sometimes this hashtag can kind of rub me the wrong way. How do you define self-care? I did see a really great post from a therapist that touched on the concept of self-care, whether that be nurturing or numbing. And this graphic came from the Instagram handle at HeyTiffanyRoe, R-O-E. And she gives the example of nurturing way for self-care would be buying a few items for fun versus the numbing way of self-care, which would be shopping in excess and sabotaging your budget. So I like this concept, nurturing versus numbing. It goes a bit deeper. So I think self-care is personalized. It is what is important to one person may not be important to another. There are lots of areas of self-care, and we could dive deep into talking about them for all areas of wellness, from relationships to spiritual to financial, but I'm not an expert in those areas. (laughs) I just want to talk about two areas of wellness, movement and food. Those are my favorites to talk about. So when I thought about this episode in titling it, Redefine Self-Care, I want to redefine self-care into what are your daily self-care habits, eh? I'm the daily dietitian. What are your daily self-care habits? (laughs) Things you do every day to feel better in terms of your mental health, ways to move better. Do you have any lingering aches or pains? How can you improve your balance, strength, flexibility? Also, how do you provide nutrient-dense foods, you know, the foods that benefit our bodies within our daily processes, plus ward off any sicknesses, decrease risk for heart disease, cancers, diabetes, and so many others. Nutrient-dense foods are just one part of the daily self-care. Food also plays a role in enjoyment. I call this satisfying your taste hunger or cravings. How do you find enjoyment with food? 
Is it having a cookie with your lunch or going out for ice cream with your kids? It is not just about what is in the food. It's about how does that food make us feel? How does the food provide connection with others? How is that food a part of the experience? And how can you delete those thoughts about food that cause you stress? (sighs) So I've narrowed it down to five points to consider for daily self-care. Number one, sleep. Number two, water. Number three, movement. Number four, nutrient-dense foods. And number five, last but not least, fun foods. (laughs) These five points can help you find balance throughout your day, plus consistency to feel your best. And when one part of these five points is missing, what happens? You're off balance. You don't feel your best. When your sleep is off and you only get four hours of sleep for the night, how do you feel for the rest of the day? You may be tired, cranky, hungrier. Oh, I'm always hungrier when I don't get sleep. Uh, It's because your hormones are out of balance. Your hunger levels are increased for the day. And sleep plays such a critical role in your hormones and overall health. I've had clients tell me they want to lose weight. And then they tell me they only get four and a half hours of sleep. It's not going to work. Sleep lays the foundation for your day and overall health. And make note, naps. Naps are important of daily self-care. Naps can boost your mood, reset the day's outlook, and clear those roller coaster of food cravings. Many studies have shown incorporating just a 20 to 30 minute nap can increase your day's productivity. Number three, water or hydration. Water plays another critical role in your daily lifestyle. Adequate hydration provides many benefits from aiding in digestion, cushioning joints, normalizing blood pressure, stabilizing the heartbeat, maintaining electrolyte balance, flushing out bacteria from your bladder, and more. So what happens when you don't drink enough water? You may be tired. You may have a headache. You may have some vicious sugar cravings and feel hungry more often. Other long-term side effects could be dry skin, constipation, dry mouth, fatigue, and more. Also, let me point this out there while we're talking about water intake. Um, (laughs) You do not have to drink a gallon of water every day. (sighs) Let's just remember that. I see this a lot on social media. This is not the standard recommendation. The daily four to six cup rule is for general healthy people. Now, if you are exercising or taking certain medications, this will need to be increased. There is no one size fits all for the recommended amount of water needed each day. Water intake must be individualized due to the size, mass, activity level, and many other factors. Drinking a gallon of water every day does not make you healthier than others. It might make you run to the bathroom every second. But (laughs) for some people, this may be a problem because it could offset their electrolytes too. So remember that. A general rule of thumb to make sure you are hydrated. If your urine is light yellow or clear and you are not thirsty, you 
are hydrated. Number three, movement. I've done many episodes on this topic, so I'll keep it short. But I do believe there is magic in doing a little movement every day. First, ask yourself, what do I like to do? A walk, yoga, or bike ride? Plus, within the movement, try to find 10 minutes, let's say two times a week, to focus on flexibility, strength, or balance. Pick your favorite. By focusing on these areas, we feel better when we move our limbs, joints, and muscles. And we can prevent or treat any of those little aches or pains with mindful and intentional movement. And number four, nutrient-dense foods. I like to say colors, proteins, healthy fats, and fiber, or CPHFF. Is that catchy? Not really. So <laughs> CPHFF, it's too many letters to remember. Sorry about that. But what I mean by this is half your plate colors, a fourth of it protein, and a fourth of it fiber, and healthy fat in between. That usually round amounts to one to three teaspoons per meal. But we don't have to get too technical on that. It's all about building a base of foods that fuel us, that prevent certain diseases to help us feel better. And when we fall in love with our favorite nutrient-dense foods, ah, my friends, that's when it becomes consistent. And number five, last but not least, fun foods. This involves anything that may not be packed full of healthy nutrients, but the foods we crave, the foods we connect with others, the foods we enjoy. Fun foods are part of daily self-care because we practice, what's the magic word? Balance. As we build a stable relationship with all foods, our fun foods are the foods we look forward to. We relax with and we celebrate with. Food is fun. Sometimes we forget about that. It doesn't have to be an entire bag of cookies, but we can balance out the cookies with a nutrient-dense meal. And you know what cycle this stops? The restriction cycle. That cycle of telling ourselves we can't have it, but deep down, oof, we just really, really want it. So in review, I always like to point this out, five daily self-care, sleep, water, movement, nutrient-dense foods, and fun foods. So take some time, let this sink in for our five daily self-care practices. I think we need to start a hashtag, like hashtag daily self-care. <laughs> I don't know why I say it like that. Um, but if you post about your sleep, hydration, movement, nutrition, and fun foods, please tag me. I want to see your best practices for your hashtag daily self-care. <laughs> I'm such a nerd. I'm sorry about that. But that is a wrap, my friends. Thank you for taking this time with me this week. I really appreciate you being here. And we will see you back on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.